Hello listeners, I wanted to record and publish this episode on a whim because I think it is something that needs to be heard. If you don't keep up with current events, it is now a law in Texas for women to not be allowed to seek an abortion if they are past six weeks pregnant. Because of this, I would imagine that birth control usage may rise in the upcoming months. And I support the use of birth control 100%, but I just wanted to come on here and explain how each method works so you can make the right decision for yourself if you are now seeking birth control. And all of the information I'm about to present to you is from the Planned Parenthood website. And there are three categories of birth control methods. There's hormonal, LARC, and non-hormonal. I want to start with the hormonal category because these methods are some of the most commonly used ones. Before I get into explaining these hormonal methods, I wanted to give some brief definitions for some new words you might hear in this episode. The first one being an IUD stands for intrauterine device. LARC, L-A-R-C, stands for long-acting reversible contraception. And progestin, which is a synthetic hormone that is produced to mimic progesterone, which is a naturally occurring hormone in females. Hormonal methods of birth control include the pill, shots, patches, vaginal rings, implants, and Plan B or Ella. A side note that I want to mention before I get into describing hormonal birth control is that due to the hormonal nature of these methods, it is possible that they can stop your periods from occurring. Uh, So sometimes a person may take birth control strictly for that reason, so it isn't always to act as contraception. Sorry. First up is the pill. The pill is 91% effective and it releases estrogen and progesterone. And each pill must be taken daily with consistency. So you need to be taking them once a day at around the same time of day in order for it to work. Uh, The next one is depot shots. And these are doses of progestin that are injected every three months. And this method is 94% effective as long as you get your shots on schedule. Birth control patches are 91% effective. They're simply sticky pieces of material that contain both estrogen and progestin that are absorbed through your skin. These patches must be changed every week. And there are some guidelines as to where on your body you can place them. A vaginal ring, or commonly known as nuva ring, is a ring that sits below your cervix that contains estrogen and progestin, and they must be changed once a month. Rings are also 91% effective. Nuva ring, however, requires a prescription. The morning after pill, or Plan B or Ella, may be bought over the counter or be prescribed, and its effectiveness sits at within 75 to 89%. This type of pill contains liver. I might be pronouncing this wrong, but levonorgestrel. <laughs> the only serious downside of this hormone is that it may only be taken by those that weigh 160 pounds or less. So if you weigh over 160 pounds, then its effectiveness will be greatly decreased for you. Uh, the last hormonal method is the mini pill. The mini, the mini pill, sorry, is basically just like the regular pill, except it only has one hormone, and that is, sorry, let me look. Uh, it only t- contains progestin, and it is eighty-seven percent effective. Now I will get into larks. The reason they are called a lark 
is because almost immediately after removal, you will be able to conceive. And there are two methods under this category, hormonal IUD and the implant. Both methods are the most effective methods, standing at 99% effectiveness. An IUD is inserted into your uterus and may be kept there for up to seven years with little maintenance needed. All you really need to do is periodically check for the string placement in your vagina, but other than that, it's pretty low maintenance. The second lark is the implant, commonly known as Nexplanon. This implant is a tiny plastic rod that is inserted in your upper arm and releases progestin. And just like an IUD, Nexplanon is low maintenance. The final category is non-hormonal. The first non-hormonal device is Paragard, and Paragard is basically an IUD that uses copper instead of hormones, and it is maintained the same way as a hormonal IUD, or sorry, IUD. Uh, it just uses copper for the contraceptive instead of hormones, and this IUD is also 99% effective. The last method is, of course, condoms, and condoms are effective, but their individual effectiveness kind of depends on human error. The average effectiveness taking this into account is about 85%. Uh, condoms are available for both males and females, and they are the only method that provide contraception in addition to STD protection. I did refrain from talking about the cost of each method because, one, they are all listed on my blog as well as the Planned Parenthood website, and two, most birth control methods are covered by insurance. Alright, well that's all that I wanted to briefly talk about today, and I hope you learned a lot in this episode because I know uh, most people aren't quite familiar with all of the birth control methods that are available. But again, I hope you learned something from this episode, and I hope this helps you make the best decision for yourself if birth control is something that you are looking into now. And I think that's it. I'll see you next time.